I want to welcome you here to this week's podcast from Cultivate Connection. Most people are stressed and struggle to find time to connect with God. We've created this Bible-based meditation podcast teaching you the skills to carve out space, experience peace, and grow your relationship with God. If you're new to this podcast and would like to receive it once a week into your email inbox, you can go to cultivateconnection.ca. And if you subscribe there once a week, you'll get our meditation into your email. You can also join us there on Facebook. So I'm super excited for 2018 for Cultivate Connection. We have lots of new ideas that are going to begin to roll forward. We're starting a blog in the new year. And so if you'd like to be up to date on all the things that we're going to be rolling out, again, you can subscribe on our page, cultivateconnection.ca, or follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. So this is going to be our last week, working through our four weeks of Advent. We've been taking the time to make our way through an Advent devotional by Dr. Brian Simmons. It's called Come and Behold Him. And this week's focus for Advent is love. So I want to encourage you to begin to settle in wherever you need to be for this next 30 minutes. Preferably somewhere where you can just close your eyes and be undistracted as you enter into this space with the Lord. And as we begin, go ahead and turn your attention towards your breath. Begin to tune into that inhale and that exhale. Allowing it to draw you into your present space. Allowing any distractions or busyness of mind just to begin to slow. So we turn our attention and our focus on the Lord. Maybe you begin to lengthen out that breath a little bit more. Softening into this space, coming just as you are. I'm going to open us in prayer. God, thank you. Thank you so much for the privilege of being able to come into your presence. Being able to slow down. To find some room to connect with you. To turn our focus and our gaze upon you. To meditate upon your truth and upon your goodness. God, I bless each one listening right now. I bless them to have eyes to see what the Spirit is doing, ears to hear, God, what you want us to hear, hearts that will understand what you reveal to us through your word. 
Thank you that your word, God, is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. You come and you divide away the things that we don't need and you bring the things that we do, God. Will you have your way in us in this space, Lord? You are welcome here. Lord, will you show us our need for a Savior? Will you show us how your Son fulfills that need? Thank you for your Son, Jesus, who you sent to be our Savior, to make the wrong things right, so that we could come and connect with you, Lord. I pray right now, Jesus, that nothing would hinder us from connecting with you in this space. That we would be in tune with your spirit, your voice, and your truth. Drawing your attention back to your breath. Just allowing yourself to breathe in his presence, his truth, and his love for you. What do you need today? As you take a moment, can you consider where is it in your life that you need a savior today? Are you aware of that need? As you take a moment to check in with your heart, maybe with your thoughts or with your body, where do you need the Lord today? What areas in your life are you not able to do this on your own? And can you give yourself permission to come into this space just as you are? No pretending. No trying to fix yourself up. No trying to beat yourself up. If you're coming in with joy, then be joyful. If you're coming in with sadness, then just let that be what it is. The Lord loves to meet us right where we're at. He loves to make a way for us. He just loves to be with us. So I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter 1, verses 67 to 79 from the Passion Translation. And I'm going to read it through three times. And I just want you to sit, absorb, listen, pay attention to what God wants to highlight to you. Anything that stands out, as I read it this first time. This is Zechariah's prophecy. 
Then Zechariah was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit, and he prophesied, saying, Praise be to the exalted Lord God of Israel, for he has seen us through eyes of grace. And he comes as our hero God to set us free. He appears to us as a mighty Savior, a trumpet of redemption from the house of David, his servant, just as he promised long ago by the words of his holy prophets. They prophesied he would come one day and save us from every one of our enemies and from the power of those who hate us. Now he has shown us the mercy promised to our ancestors, for he has remembered his holy covenant. He has rescued us from the power of our enemies. This fulfills the sacred oath he made with our father, Abraham. Now we can boldly worship God with holy lives, living in purity as priests in his presence every day. And to you I prophesy, my little son, you will be known as the prophet of the glorious God. For you will be a forerunner going before the face of the Master, Yahweh, to prepare the hearts to embrace his ways. You will preach to his people the revelation of salvation life, the cancellation of all our sins to bring us back to God. The splendor light of heaven's glorious sunrise is about to break upon us in holy visitation all because the mercy of our God is so very tender. The manifestation from heaven will come to us with dazzling light to shine upon those who live in darkness, near death's dark shadow. And he will illuminate the path that leads the way of peace. And as I read it through a second time, just remembering the context of these words that Israel hadn't heard from the Lord in so long, that they were in darkness, and yet they had these prophecies that a Savior was coming. Then Zechariah was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit as he prophesied, saying, Praise be to the exalted Lord God of Israel, for he has seen us through eyes of grace. And he comes as our hero God to set us free. 
He appeared to us as a mighty savior, a trumpet of redemption from the house of David, his servant. Just as he promised long ago by the words of his holy prophets. They prophesied he would come one day and save us from every one of our enemies and from the power of those who hate us. Now he has shown us the mercy promised to our ancestors, for he has remembered his holy covenant. He's rescued us from the power of our enemies. This fulfills the sacred oath he made with our father Abraham. Now we can boldly worship God with our holy lives, living in purity as priests in his presence every day. And to you I prophesy, my little son, you will be known as the prophet of the glorious God. For you will be a forerunner going before the face of the master, Yahweh, to prepare hearts to embrace his ways. You will preach to his people the revelation of salvation life, the cancellation of all sins to bring us back to God. The splendor light of heaven's glorious sunrise is about to break upon us in holy visitation, all because the mercy of our God is so very tender. The manifestation from heaven will come to us with dazzling light to shine upon those who live in darkness, near death's dark shadow and he will illuminate the path that leads to the way of peace. And as I read it a third time, what is it that Jesus is saying to you? What message does he have for you today? What does he want you to know personally as you hear these words? Allow him to speak to your heart. Then Zechariah was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. And he prophesied, saying, Praise be to the exalted Lord God of Israel, for he has seen us through eyes of grace, and he has come as our hero God to set us free. He appears to us as a mighty Savior, a trumpet of redemption from the house of David, his servant, just as he promised long ago by the words of his holy prophets. 
They prophesied he would come one day and save us from every one of our enemies and from the power of those who hate us. Now he's shown us the mercy promised to our ancestors, for he has remembered his holy covenant. He's rescued us from the power of our enemies. This fulfills the sacred oath he made with our father, Abraham. Now we can boldly worship God with our holy lives, living in purity as priests in his presence every day. And to you I prophesy, my little son, you will be known as the prophet of the glorious God. For you will be a forerunner, going before the face of the master, Yahweh, to prepare the hearts to embrace his ways. You will preach to his people the revelation of salvation life, the cancellation of all our sins, to bring us back to God. The splendor light of heaven's glorious sunrise is about to break upon us in holy visitation, all because the mercy of God is so very tender. The manifestation from heaven will come to us with dazzling light to shine upon those who live in darkness, near death's dark shadow. And he will illuminate the path that leads to the way of peace. Who was your childhood hero? Maybe it was Batman, the caped crusader who put his life on the line to fend off criminal masterminds and fight for justice. Maybe the warrior princess of the Amazons, Wonder Woman, who similarly fought to put the world to rights, all with her lasso of truth and pair of indestructible bracelets. Or perhaps your hero was less otherworldly. Instead, he or she was a favorite teacher, the neighborhood police officer, firefighter, or mom or dad. Have you ever thought of God as a hero The kind of God who's interested in rescuing you and putting your broken, busted world back together again? If not, take a closer look at Zechariah's prophetic song, because that's exactly how he viewed Yahweh. 
the God of Israel. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Zechariah prophesied the Lord was finally coming to do what he had promised to do generations past. Rescue his people from their enemies and put their world back together once and for all. He was coming to do what he had done before. Because of his great love for his chosen people, Yahweh led them out of Egypt and through the Red Sea. The Lord went before them as a bright cloud and a pillar of fire on their way to the Promised Land. And he cared for Israel during their exile and then brought them back home again. Just as the hero God broke into Israel's world as their mighty Savior in generations past, Zechariah prophesied the time had come for him to show up in power and might once again. No wonder Zechariah called him their hero God. Because unlike the superheroes of our childhood, this God acted not out of obligation or an overinflated ego. Our hero acted with a furious, raging love. Everyone needs a hero, someone to look up to, someone to count on to get them through seasons of drought and the darkest valleys of their life. Is God your hero? Is he your hero God? Zechariah prophetically declared our hero has appeared to us as a mighty savior, a trumpet of redemption. From what do you long to be rescued? How do you want your world to be put back together again? Turn to your hero God this Christmas season, knowing he longs to do for you what he promised long ago, all in the name of love. Can you admit that you need a hero this Christmas season? Maybe you know others who need a hero too. It's easy to think when things are going well, at times when we feel like we have it all together. Sometimes we might forget on those good days. We still need a hero. We still need a savior. Sometimes it's obvious that we need a savior, a mighty savior. 
and we need to be rescued as we look around this broken world. Can you remember in this space God really did send a hero, a savior? And in that savior, he provided for us solutions to our brokenness. Hope for the areas where we've lost hope. And love that is greater than any other force. God so loved the world that he sent his only son. Are you able to just take some time, some space, and meditate upon the love of God? Can you breathe it in? Allowing it to saturate you how much does this God actually love you? Can you ask him to open your eyes to see the areas in your life where he's pouring out his love? Where he's revealing his tender heart of love and mercy towards you? Allow him to unpack deeper levels, deeper understanding. What is this love? Come and behold him, the lover of your soul. This one who so loved humanity that he surrendered himself to it. He came not just in the form of a man, but in the form of a seed in a womb. He was nurtured by the very creation he created. Love compelled him. To be our hero, our savior. He laid it all down. This is love that you would lay down your life for another. God is love. I want to bless you this Christmas season to know the love of God, to know another layer, another understanding. Above all else, to gain revelation of his love, to experience his love, to encounter his love. 
and you breathe that in, I bless you that as you go about this Christmas season that you will see love in action. Tangibly, you'll see it in your own lives. You'll let it flow through you. That you'll be overwhelmed with love for those around you. That you too will be compelled by love. Not by obligation, not by duty. But I'm praying that the love of God would bubble up within you. And you would know that you are so loved. So love that this hero God came and rescued you because you're worth it. I bless you, I bless you, and I bless you to know his love deeper still. Amen. <laughs>